0: Welcome to Trollodron, Behind the Scenes. (music) Episode 13, One Year Anniversary. Well, hello again, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Chad Corey, and this, of course, is Trollodon Behind the Scenes. We're continuing on the second season here, and I thank you for following along if you've been doing so since the very beginning. And if you're just catching into it, take advantage of the previous episodes that have been recorded and posted on my website, ChadCorey.com, or they're also available wherever you can find podcasts in general. wanted to quick share a quick little update here, if I may. Uh, There has been some changes for those who are not familiar with the social media or website like I just mentioned, where I've posted some updates in recent weeks. I wanted to make it available to those people listening who maybe get their information solely through this channel. There has been a delay with the printer for Triumph of the Wizard King. Thankfully, it's nothing as far as I understand as a big dramatic situation Involving a lot of uh, complicated changes and things like that, but there is going to be a delay as far as the book release date for Triumph of the Wizard King. It will only be a month again, which is a good thing, rather than you know, it could be several months or a year or whatever. So, I'm very thankful for that. And we are looking at having the new date be now October 5th. Well, it seems like two months because the official date was previously the 31st, but I've always kind of considered it basically September because, you know, it's one day away from September anyway. So it's not that big of a leap, I guess, to say October 5th. The challenge with that is there is a reorganization that has to take place with the book tour and other promotional efforts, which have been and will continue to be underway, and I will make that available as well on the website chadcorey.com. And also make people updated, or I should say, give people updates. Excuse me, on social media and other channels, newsletter and things like that, as I'm able to solidify things more securely. I guess you can say. Of course, by this time, I'm recording this a little bit earlier than when you're getting it in your uh, feeds. So I'm, you know, I'm doing this now as I'm speaking to you. So probably by the time you get this in your feed everything should be secure and posted and taken care of since you, this usually drops the latter half of september which means you know probably a week or so away from october so you, you should have an update by then but just wanted you to be aware of that if you were not involved if they like, like anything like i said social media or news wise and we're wondering what's going on where's the book that kind of thing that's the reason for it and again it was just a simple i, I guess a simple i don't know i haven't heard at this point in time delay as far as maybe it was a scheduling thing or product issue or production challenge or whatever but by the time of this recording as i said it has been resolved and we are moving forward accordingly the other thing i wanted to share real quick is that the book tour naturally has been changed as well to reflect this new release date previously we're looking at doing events in september and october and now we have to look at doing events in october and november so if you're familiar with the previous schedule, we just basically kept a, a pretty good chunk of the October dates kind of in place, rearranged some things uh, the last portion there, and then we went into changing the stuff that was in September, making that in November. So, again, it's not too complicated. I just wanted you to be aware of that, See so if you were planning on attending an event or participating or supporting it, do please check out the website, ChadCorey.com. You can go backslash events. Dash, just uh, dot html or just go to chadcory.com and click on the uh, tour icon there and it will take you right to the page and give you the most up-to-date information on that the big challenge was trying to get everything <laughs> everything in there before the holidays hit and before uh, any possible inclemental weather begins to kind of take place there as you know being based in minnesota sometimes winter likes to creep in a little bit earlier than other times and some of these events were outside the state so trying to put those together and make everyone happy and keep a good consistent schedule in place for the event was uh, an interesting challenge but I think doable in the end at the time of this recording we're nearly finished in, in getting things solidified and put in place but again just wanted to be aware of that in case you wanted to take part any events and I'm still looking forward to doing events. I still really want to go and participate and see people face to face and do interactions like traditional signings again and and get back into doing that. I got all the supplies ready. I got everything set to go. It's just a matter of getting into these events. So while I was excited to go a few weeks ago, thinking that we'd be getting close in a few weeks to to the actual release, I'll just have to wait a few more weeks longer, but we're still going to come out and do some things with it. So, okay, That was kind of a longer than usual PSA, but thank you for your patience. I want to get all that out and information out there. So, what do we do in this particular episode? Well, for those who may be aware, again, this is the one year anniversary of Return of the Wizard King. It came out, I know, it's hard to believe sometimes, but it came out already a year ago last year, September, I think it was 15th. I should know by now, right? (laughs) 2020. Uh, Very different, very unique year as far as what was going on. And the book itself, oddly enough, was delayed a few uh, months as well, given the uh, situation with the stores being closed and stuff for the, I think it was a couple months at that time. Again, it's already been so, it seems like so long ago, but that we had to delay the book's release because obviously we, we couldn't have a book signing or book event in the stores that weren't open. But now it's been a year later, and I just want to thank you guys for your support and continued interest. Uh, the stores and myself and the publisher are continued to be amazed and just impressed with the continued sales of the title. Not just in America, but there seems to be a growing, and I think even steadily growing interest on different parts of all well, different parts of the industry, as far as. Uh, stores, retail change, and things like that, but also just internationally, it's been pretty consistent in sales, and as far as I know, again, I haven't gotten a recent update as of this recording, but as far as I know, it's been growing steadily and consistently with all the different formats that are out there, I mean, that's amazing, even a year out, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not talking necessarily, you know, thousands of copies of sales every week, you know, at least not yet, right? but it is it is consistent and it is good and uh, I'm really impressed and I, like I said so as a publisher in many of the bookstores I I get commentary every so often from booksellers and stuff that just mention you know how the book is selling not you know not just book 1 but you know the rest of the series and they're like yeah this thing is so good it's so amazing they're, they're excited they think it's sometimes they even say it's one of the best sellers in their in their store which again <laughs> kind of boggles the mind, at least for me, thinking, wow, that's pretty amazing. But this has been going on fairly consistently now, like I said, for the, the past year. And I just thank you very much for everyone who's participated and helped make that possible. I mean, obviously, it's it's a lot of grace of God there and a lot of favor going on for that. Because if you understand the book industry, it is there are literally you know hundreds of books, if not thousands of books that come out every week, if you count the online and internationally market and and self-published market on ebooks and things. I mean, there's a whole slug of books that come out every day, every week, every month. And to think that people are still finding Return of the Wizard King and, like I said, trial of the Wizard King, and now pretty soon triumph of the Wizard King and uh, doing so on a consistent basis and purchasing it, that, that's just amazing. And that's not to say, you know, people checking the book out of the library, people, like I said, getting the ebook, getting the audio versions, getting it from used bookstores because now of course we have the opportunity it's been around long enough that it's making its way into used bookstores and other venues where it might not initially have been involved that's amazing and I thank you very much I thank God, I thank you I thank all the support and help with the book uh, buyers the uh, you know, booksellers. So they, they have a big hand in that too and it's, it's really fun and really cool to see that taking off and I'm just looking forward to having a really strong year and ending a really strong year with when trial eventually comes out here and, uh, I mean, excuse me, Triumph comes out here, and we were able to tie the whole series together, especially now right before uh, Christmas and everything else. That would be that would be awesome. So, again, thank you so much for doing that. Part of what we'll be doing this month, or I guess now you'll be getting this toward the end of the month, is I'm doing a, I guess, a celebration. I guess you can call it a little bit celebration, a little bit public awareness campaign about the book. I figured, hey, it's been out for a year. It's had, even in the midst of these these good, successful things, it's still kind of had a challenging Launch and a challenging, you know, awareness as far as finding the right way to connect with people all the time and making them aware of it. Um, So I just wanted to kind of take the opportunity going on for the one-year anniversary to make people aware of the book and give them the opportunity to take advantage of the various things that have been produced over the last several months that have supported it or spoken about it or things like that. And so what you'll find if you go to the website, there'll be links, and other places too, is there'll be links on... Previous episodes that I've done on this podcast and other things, talking about the you know my thoughts and things about what went into making the book, while well, reminding people of various interviews and things that we touch base on, and also the various uh, readings that I've done and audio clips and things other people have done. Sample chat, you know, just basically making people aware of the book who haven't had a chance to be made aware of the book and also just showing a collection of everything that went into putting the the book out there and supporting the book over these last few months. So that was kind of the idea, just enjoying the celebration, and of course thanking you guys, like I said, who without you we would not have had anyone picking up the book or reading it or anything else. So again, thank you so much for doing that. Um, If you have any, by the way, let me segue here real quick. If you have any questions about Return of the Wizard King in particular or about the trilogy or anything else about the world of *Trollodon* or myself, do please feel free to send an email at behind, that's B-E-H-I-N-D, at chadcorey, that's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E dot com. And I'll do my best to put them together in another episode here and see if I can answer them appropriately on this podcast and give you some answers if that's uh, of an interest to you. Okay, so what are we going to be doing now for this episode? Well, part of what I wanted to do with that one-year anniversary celebration was take a, a time and, and pull a part of the book, which I thought was kind of fun, and I enjoyed writing, I also enjoyed reading, and do a more involved, dramatic reading of that. And up until now... I had a a version that I did, and I thought it was pretty fun. That was kind of a safe scene. It was something that, if you listened to it, wasn't going to necessarily ruin the story. wasn't going to give away too much in the book. And I shared that previously. uh, This, I think, it. No, I don't think it was this podcast. I just posted that on YouTube, but I will have that on the link. One of the links, like I said, on my website, ChadCorey.com. But this time around, I wanted to take something that was close to the end of the book and share something fun about that. So I took a about a five to a little over five minute uh, reading, dramatic reading I did, added a bunch of sound effects, music, even tried my hand at being a little bit more effective of being a voice actor, and put it together what I think should be an enjoyable little delve into Return of the Wizard King. So... I have posted that on YouTube, but now I also wanted to share that on this particular episode because I know some of you don't have an interest in checking out the social media, and that's you know that's fine, but I wanted to make it available to you guys too so you can kind of be benefited from this one-year celebration that's been going on throughout September here. So without further ado, that is what I'm going to include for the tail end of this particular episode. I thank you again for your time, your interest, your support, and for your interest in this podcast series, that has been really fun to see who's listening and where and that kind of stuff. And I do encourage you, like I said, share your feedback uh, behind it, ChadCorey.com. And also, uh, if you are on social media and so inclined, feel free to drop a line or drop a comment and say, "Hey, I follow or listen to the podcast, not just this one, but other ones." And kind of, it's always kind of fun. It's always encouraging to you know people are, you know, listening to it, but also maybe what you get out of it or maybe what you like or you know don't like about it. So it's it's good to know kind of what's what's going on out there. But again, thank you for your time, thank you for your support. I do appreciate that and thanks for listening. And here is that reading. One year anniversary special reading of Return of the Wizard King by Chad Corey. Read by Chad Corey. The wall's spinning Rowan was stupefied by the swirling tiles. His heart raced as he watched them spin faster and faster until, with a bright flash, it became a pond of silvery light, and from that light emerged two figures. The skeleton wore threadbare robes and a hooded cloak, taking everything in as he entered fully into the chamber. Behind it, a more frightful creature emerged. His fiery red skin covered a mighty frame nearly twice the size of a human, wearing a black silk breechcloth. Alera mimicked Rowan's statue-like manner. The scene was just too amazing. Thick black hair flowed to the back of his neck, framing the demon's monstrous face. The fiend's bright yellow eyes blazed with a cruel hate. His mouth was a toothy maw of destruction, glistening with yellow teeth. His back held two bat-like wings and a powerful tail, and Rowan made careful note of his cloven hooves and deadly claws, followed by the two sets of horns. One set was like a bull's jutting out a foot from both sides of his head and above his pointed ears. The other was smaller and goat-like, curving up from his forehead. Finally, a body. The demon looked around with satisfaction, resting a hand upon the pummel of his long sword belted at his weights. Yes, said the skeleton, and here's where we part. The twin tongues of azure flame burning in the skeleton's eye sockets latched onto Rowan. It was then he remembered. There was something he had to do. Something important. Neither he nor Lara noticed the green liquid bleeding out of his sword's blade. Seems you've held up your part of the bargain. The demon carefully wrapped his hand around the sword's handle. Of course. The skeleton ventured a few steps away from the demon's side. Then we're done with each other. The demon slowly pulled the sword from its sheath. Unconcerned, the skeleton neared Cadrissa. Enjoy your brief stay, the skeleton said over his bony shoulder. Now, he shouted. Rowan was racing for the demon before he knew what was happening, and apparently he wasn't the only one who was surprised. Before the demon could fully react, Rowan rammed his sword deep into the demon's bowels. By the time he did, the green liquid had thoroughly covered his blade. Enraged, the demon slapped Roan across the room like an insect, his shield unable to defend from such a strike. I'll have your head, the blade still stuck in his gut as he charged the ragtag skeleton, but just as suddenly he fell to his knees in agony. The poison will slay you in moments and send you back to the abyss. The poison, the fiend sputtered, convulsing on the floor. I thought you'd enjoy it for sentimental reasons. Though this time I've made sure it's fast acting. And you'll never find me again. I've made sure of that as well. Goodbye, Sargus. The skeleton laughed a hollow laugh and made a motion for Cadrissa to rise, which she did like a puppet jerked into action. Once she was on her feet, the skeleton's skull-top staff glowed a bright violet, followed by the two wizards, who both vanished. Sargus bellowed in rage before fading from sight, His passing closed the portal in a thunderous clamor accompanied with a massive explosion of light, color, and silver flames. These flames found homes on the books, scrolls, and bookshelves, along with some of the dead hobgoblins setting them ablaze. Booming thunder shook the walls and cracked the mosaic. Falling dust and small chunks of debris from above increased Alara's concern. "'We have to get out of here!' she shouted to Rowan, fearfully watching the silver flames moving toward the stairs. Thankfully, his recovery was rapid. His motivation for action was only accelerated by the realization that the chamber was burning. I'll take Dugan, you get Vinder. He hurried into action as the ceiling gave another low moan. He ran for his sword first, sliding his shield across his back as he did so. Snatching it up, he made sure it was unharmed. From what he saw, the blade was still clean and sharp. That was all he needed returning to his sheath, he ran for Dugan. As he did, he noticed Alera was already helping Vinder and Gilbin, with Haddock's additional aid toward the stairs. He must have missed the seer's reappearance in the chaos. Even better, the chest was still under his arm and whole. Rowan reached Dugan and lifted him up. As they moved, the warrior became conscious. We have to get out of here, Rowan cried. Dugan defiantly stopped and retrieved both of his weapons. Rowan could see the pain the effort of putting both under his sword belt caused, but the cold determination in Dugan's eyes never left him. Now we go. Together, Rowan, Alera, and their burdens moved as fast as they could just as the ceiling began crumbling. They just made it to the top of the stairs and reached the hidden doorway, When a large chunk of masonry landed on the column, cracking it from top to bottom. A moment later, the ancient wonder exploded in a whoosh of heat and purple light, sending chunks of stone airborne while further weakening the temple complex and surrounding area. This same stone will return moments later as flaming debris, raining death, fire, and destruction on all below. This reading is copyright Chad Corey, all rights reserved. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey, all rights reserved.